What's up, everybody, and welcome to Binge It or Skip It on the Movie Dash podcast by Laoyat.net, a podcast where we review a TV series and recommend you to either check it out or skip it altogether. So today we are going to be reviewing the morning show on Apple TV. Cue her. Good morning. I'm bringing you some sad and upsetting news. And while I don't know the details of the allegations, she's throwing me under the bus. Mitch Kessler, my co-host and partner of 15 years, was fired today. So basically, the morning show is this popular. It's about this popular news and talk show that takes place in the morning. Is this huge network television, like one of the biggest news shows in the country, basically in in the US, and it's thrown into chaos right from the opening scene when its co-anchor Mitch Kessler, played by Steve Carell, is fired amid allegations of sexual harassment. Meanwhile, a sequence of events leads the, a relatively unknown journalist, Bradley Jackson, played by Reese Witherspoon, with a strong voice to join the morning show fold. And basically, Mitch's co-host in this show is Alex Levi, played by Jennifer Aniston. Mm. So, Patrick, both of us have watched the first five episodes of the show. Yeah. Did you like it? I think it's one of the most important TV series to be watched today. Yeah, man. Yeah, seriously. Like, honestly, like I was just telling you off camera, like heading into this, I had no idea what this show was about. So all I knew was I didn't read anything about it. I've heard about it through like, you know, I've seen it through my peripheral vision. It stars Steve Carell and Jennifer Aniston. And I thought it was a sitcom. (laughs) Yeah, I thought it was a sitcom or something. And then yesterday night, I binged all five episodes and it's definitely not a sitcom in any shape or form. It's a serious drama of something in the vein of of the newsroom, Aaron Sorkin's newsroom, would you say? But it's, of course without Aaron Sorkin's style and his dialogue and all that, but it's also more current. Yeah. Basically, it, sh- it's, it shows us what happens in this office and how they deal with it and how their culture is after this big bomb drops. And this series is set in the present. So two years after the whole real world me too problems with Harvey's Harvey Weinstein and all that. I mean, me too movement. Sorry, after the whole Harvey Harvey Weinstein scandal and all of that. Right. So what? Both of us really liked it. Like I, I really like it. You like it, and I agree that it is absolutely important for us to watch it. But what do you think makes this? What is it that you like about it? I love this film because it doesn't portray anyone as completely bad mm-hmm. i mean it's very balanced in terms of how it tells the story yep yeah i mean yes you have this uh me too movement or this sexual harassment misconduct yes but what makes this show really 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 engaging is like you said it shows different perspectives of different characters and it isn't afraid to dive into the complexity of this situation right right so let's go through some of these perspectives it would have been easy i think or it would have been less interesting if this show basically 
if Mitch Kessler, which is again Steve Carell, the, the co-host that gets fired, is a rapist. Because then the conversation is black and white. He's a rapist, he's bad, he should go to jail, that's it. But he isn't. What he has done here, basically, is... So what the show plays with, basically, is the power dynamics between the people. So Mitch Kessler, which is the alleged perpetrator, basically keeps insisting that he's innocent, right? He keeps saying, I didn't, I didn't rape anyone. Yeah, I, I screwed around with a couple of PAs, but how is that a crime? It was consensual. Then he even says, you know, men, we have always used our power in this, this sort of manner. Since why is it suddenly a crime? It's consensual, it's consensual. He keeps bringing up that part, that point, which is correct. His point <coughs> is it isn't rape. But the point is that, yes, it's, although it isn't rape, it's still sexual misconduct because you're the, this victim's boss, right? And there's a power inequality there. But he's not the boss. He's, he's just the star of the show. Right. And, and, and because I think in the culture of the, the, yes. the corporate world mm -hmm. there was that the stars are protected. Right? Yes, correct. Yeah. No, the one scene that I love mm -hmm. is when he had a conversation with the director. Yes. And that shows a clear difference between that guy being the predator mm -hmm. to him being kind of like, you know, the girls that he has is basically consensual anyway. Yes. You know, I think, I think it's because of his charm. How he charms the women yes. into feeling comfortable mm -hmm. with him. That's the argument he keeps bringing up. And I, I love that scene also. It's basically these two people, like him and his friend, which is this director, they play tennis, then they start talking about it. And at first, they seem to be on the same page. And this mm. is where the, the show is really good in exploring the, the grey areas or the supposed grey areas, right? Because, so they are talking about, you know, basically the whole how Me Too is like screwing up the lives of a lot of guys suddenly, you know, like guys have always, you know, what's wrong with, you know, sleeping with your with your interns and your PAs and all that if, you know, it's consensual and all of us are adults and all these kind of things. And then the conversation slowly shifts and like you can see that because he, Steve Carell's character, is listening to this other character and he is because Steve Carell is also a journalist, right? And, and he's from an outside perspective. He's listening to what this character is saying and being like, no, but I'm not like you. You are, a perp you are an actual predator. And then the guy says, what about you? And he's like, I'm, I'm not you. And I think that's interesting because that is how a lot of people are looking at Steve Carell's character as well. They're like, no, you are a predator. And Steve Carell's like, no, I'm not. But then he's telling another guy like, so they are all making cases for like, what exactly constitutes as a predator. Correct. Like this series also shows you the perspective of, of all these network executives. And these network ex executives don't have at least the ones in this show, they don't have, and a lot of multi-millionaires, billionaires, they're kind of like this, in the sense that they don't have a moral stand on the situation at all. Or at least their moral stand is so insignificant because they are living in a different planet that for them, none of this matters. What matters is the money. So yes, they did the good thing and to fire Mitch immediately 
when this news broke out. Right. But they didn't fire Mitch because they are deeply hurt by all or wounded that you know these things happened in their company and all that. In fact, they wouldn't they would have preferred if they don't fire Mitch because he's their star. Mm. They fired Mitch because that's a good PR move. Okay. So they're always you see these executives who despite this serious case, they are just thinking in terms of what is good PR. Right. How am I going to salvage the show and make more money despite this 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 problem right. that True. that happened. Yes. Yes. Right. I mean, uh and and Okay, I, I think the the series plays on two levels. Mm-hmm. One is basically about the the whole sexual harassment, the whole women empowerment thing, yes. and, and all that. The other level is the uh, corporate power play. Yes, yeah, which I thought was very interesting between yeah. the CEO yes. and that Corey's character. Yes, both of right. them just hate each other. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, and it is so. Yeah. There's a lot of pieces here. And what this show <coughs> is, is they are showing you, although they have, they, there's a lot of teams and all, they are, and they're exploring these teams through the story that is how does this top news platform in America deal with the situation, deal Correct. with the aftermath. Correct. So you <coughs> also see, let's go back to Jennifer Aniston's character. Yeah. Because I think there's something we need. I think it's an interesting role Alex Levi, Mm. she plays. Because her character basically knows or knew all this while and they don't shy away from that. Mm. She knew all this while, or at least she says she knew in theory about what Mitchell has been doing. I mean, Mitch Kessler, for example. What Mitch Kessler has been doing all this while. She knew that he you know, like sleeps around and like, you know, he flirts around with all the, their subordinates or like their PAs and all these, all these things she knew. In fact, she herself has slept with him, but that's a different situation because both of them are on the equal level playing field. Okay. But they are still friends. Mm-hmm. And I think that's an interesting, even despite after this, this no, despite knowing and despite him getting fired, they are still Friend. friends. He, she doesn't do it in the public right. because she's worried she's gonna like you know get ostracized for it. Yeah. But she does at night go and meet Mitch and like com- com- confide in him and talk right. to him and all that. Right, right. I mean, um, it's it's um, it's one of those TV shows now to me mm-hmm. that is uh, it's it works on a level of self reflecting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And and it's amazing how how the show does it. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it's because of the whole um balancing acts that the show is doing. Mm-hmm. Now the other character that I really love is the black lady that's uh the, the producer. producer for Bradley Jackson yes, now. Correct. And how it's eating her. Yeah. It's how because great. she slept with yes me, and how it's eating her. I think. For her is that it's not so much of the 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 bad thing, whatever. It's yes. the hypocrisy that yes. goes behind it all. Yes. Yeah. What I love about this series is that it gives a perspective to the alleged perpetrator, also, right? Right. So because Mitch Kessler has a lot of screen time, he has a lot. He he basically voices everything that he wants to voice. 
whenever and he's on, he's, he, he's yes. actually not on all the time. Yes. Yeah, but whenever he's, he's on, on, he's he's on the point. Yes. Yeah. And what I love about it is because I can feel it. I can just feel like some people in the audience, just some people agreeing with him and saying, this, yeah, yeah, you know, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? Like, I'm 100% on board. Like, he is making, like, I agree with him, like, completely, you know, like, yeah, it's not rape, what? So what's wrong? What's wrong if I want to sleep with my intern? I can feel certain people in the audience just wholeheartedly agreeing with him. And I think that is what they want to evoke. Right. You know, this feeling of, and then they want to put you, make you feel uncomfortable also. They want to make everybody watching feel uncomfortable because what they are basically saying, or so far in this five episode, not what they're basically exploring right. is that it doesn't matter if, if you didn't rape her. It doesn't matter if it's consensual. It doesn't matter. All these things don't matter in the sense that because as long as there is a power imbalance, it can be considered sexual misconduct because yes, let's say you flirt with your intern and she flirts back with you. And this is not just a guy thing. This is both, both genders. So your the superior can be a woman as well. You flirt with her and she flirts back. But what if she's only flirting back because she feels that if she doesn't do it, then you're going to see her as like, oh, she's not, the, I, I'm not going to promote her. I'm not going to promote her. I'm not going to, because she doesn't want to be my, you know, there's this whole, as long as you are the person below, and especially if you look up to someone, there's always that, that worry. I think uh, especially like, you know, like you're going to worry that if you don't play along with your boss, you're not going to get this promotion or whatever it is. Not everybody feels that way. But that's why they say, you know, when like it's as cheesy as it sounds, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. You don't abuse that. You don't cross that line. Before we, we wrap up, we have to talk about one thing. And that is, we, we haven't touched on her yet. And that's Reese Witherspoon's character. Oh, yes. So basically how this, basically that, that wild card, or like, like this extra fire is basically because uh, now Mitch Kessler has gotten fired. So they're looking for this new replacement for him and all, all that sort of thing. Basically, they want to freshen up their show, right. right? And in comes Jackson Bradley, who is Reese Witherspoon's character, who is this kind of nobody journalist, but she has a very strong voice, yes. very strong voice. And she is, she is not like a lot of these people who are in this, working for the morning show, where they are very corporate-minded in the sense that they're a lot of what they're thinking is not what is right or what I believe in, but what can I do to protect the brand? The brand. Yes. Whereas she is coming in as an outsider and she is hungry and she is all fired up and she just wants to get the truth, regardless of who she's talking, regardless if even when she's talking about herself, yeah. you know? And so like she basically comes in and she just shakes the whole landscape of their of their company. And, and Corey loves it. <laughs> yeah. And this this one exec who is just a total wildcard, he loves it. You don't know what he's thinking. Yeah. You don't know whether he's he's trying to just, you know, like set fire to the whole thing, or he's some sort of genius or something. You don't know. And that, that's what makes this this show very interesting. So basically, I guess what both of us are trying to say is 
Skip it or binge it. Both of us say binge it. Oh, binge it. Definitely, definitely check it out. It's on Apple TV+. Plus. Yeah. Um, It's worth every minute. Like, honestly, like I didn't know what I was getting into because, like I said, I thought it was a sitcom. <laughs> it's a serious drama, but it's every minute. It's so good. It's so important. It's something we all should watch. Yeah. And it's it's not just a message heavy smacking you on the head. It's very entertaining. So should we continue watching For All Mankind and see? Uh, <laughs> okay. So those are basically our thoughts. Let us know what your thoughts are in the comments section below. Also, if you like our podcast, don't forget to subscribe to us on Spotify and YouTube. We're still working on getting it up on some of the other platforms, but definitely subscribe to us on Spotify and YouTube. And if you'd like to talk to us directly about the show or just anything regarding cinema, TV, everything like that, you can find Patrick at what your social media platforms? Uh, Facebook, uh, Patrick Lim or Pat Lim. Uh, Instagram, LimPatrick69. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Dash Talks Movies. Until next time, bye-bye.